consider yourself resilient? And what does that even mean to you? In this podcast, Resilient Entrepreneurs with Two for One, we chat with business owners about what resilience means to them. And we go deep. What we've learned running our own businesses, you're never alone, even when it feels like it. So tune in anytime to this podcast. We're always here for you, celebrating resilient entrepreneurs just like you. We're Lauren Vicky from Two for One, a marketing company for early stage business owners who want to launch, grow, and be resilient. Today, we are excited to welcome Michelle White, who is the principal director and owner of one of Bermuda's longest, well-established temp agencies, ExecuTemps. However, this is a position she's only just acquired when she bought the business in February of 2020, literally weeks before COVID shut the whole world down. Since leaving her management position at Bermuda Immigration to take on this new entrepreneurial role, Michelle has been growing and scaling the business at a rather impressive rate. We can't wait to talk to you about what you've got going on. It's amazing. What I think is really amazing about your story, Michelle, is that you actually started with this company 35 years ago when you were in college. Sorry to age you a little bit there. <laughs> but you tempt for them while you were in college, and now you own the company. That's yeah. a pretty cool story. Yes, that is my story. Carol Cavallo, who ran the agency from, I think it was 1982, when, was when she first started. And, um, you know, she kept pressing me, kept pressing, you know, do you want to buy my company? Do you want to buy my company? I'm like, Carol, I can't afford to buy a company. And she asked one last time at the right day and the right time and the right moment of my mentality at, at that moment. And um, I said, let's have a chat. And luckily, we've known each other for that long. And she worked out an arrangement. So made it possible for me. It sounds so serendipitous. But I think yeah. serendipities followed you through most of your career and uh, yeah. business life, has it not? Yes, yes, ab absolutely. You have to kind of just pick up all the little skills that you've learned along the way. And, um, you know, I have another opportunity that I've known this agent at least 20 years and now she wants to retire and hand over her clients. You can't, you can't make this type of story up. Um, but you know, it's it's all about good relationships. It's about being your true self at the end of the day with people, and they value who you are, what you bring to the table. And as a matter of fact, we were just on a messaging just a short while ago, and it was like. If we knew then what we knew now about our relationship, we would have made a dynamic duo. And you know, you, you can't turn the clocks back, but to just kind of personalize that a little bit, it's precious. It is precious because it says throughout all these years, she values how I work and the fact that I will treat her clients as good or better than she. So, Michelle, I can't yeah. imagine, as an entrepreneur, I, how it would feel like all the Christmases had come at once if someone comes to you and says, oh, would you mind taking my clients? I'm leaving the business. 
I mean, even if there's a financial transaction behind it, still, that's an incredible way to get 100 plus leads. Thank you very much. Thank you very much. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. I mean, you, and it, it, yes, it does feel like Christmas, but at the same time, it is scary, you know, to have to, you're scaling suddenly. It's, you know, it's almost like jumping off a cliff, but backwards, you're jumping up. And, uh, you know, do I have everything in place? Can my financials manage it? You know, the, my current bread and butter is processing work permits. And nobody likes doing work permits. Um, in fact, you say immigration and nobody likes immigration either. Um, but, you know, it's, it's, it is my bread and butter. I've been doing it for, I would say, at least 20 years of, of in a variety of positions and certainly 12 and a half at immigration directly. So I do have the, the inside mechanisms that helps me to make sure that I, I do things right. What is it about immigration? I mean, it must there must be a passion there for you to have been doing it for 20 plus years. It's more than bread and butter. Someone said to me that one thing they liked most about our interaction was when I said that I consider the role of immigration, the work work permit process, serious enough, or if it's serious enough, because you're dealing with people's lives. And that's no different than helping a Bermudian find work. It's the other way around. These individuals, these guest workers, they come to Bermuda, they've given up everything. And it doesn't matter which level that they're at, whether they're um, um, blue color, white collar, CEO, CFO, C-suite, whatever the case might be. They're all leaving something to come to Bermuda to provide a service. And we have to treat that process as serious as we would a Bermudian, placing a Bermudian in a position. And that person's human. Yeah. That's another human who's changing their life. Exactly. And they have dreams exactly. and goals, and you—it seems like you just make that goal easier and and make their help make their dreams come true. I, well, yes, you know, and and it, but and it is a, a very arduous process where some employers don't have the the skill set, the knowledge, the desire. They they need the person, but they they aren't able to wrap their head around doing the paperwork. And that's where I come in. I do the heavy lifting um, through executives so that they don't have to. And I do it as quickly and as professionally as I can. Yeah, and having seen you work, having seen your work um, over the time, I would say efficient as well, because you're a stickler for getting this done right the first time. And if I've ever seen anyone more like dedicated to getting it done right the first time and then also helping others to do it themselves and get it right the first time. Yeah. Tell us, you you really pivoted at the pandemic um, shutdown and you went all online. You've been producing training videos for employers, a whole course that you've produced in a Mm -hmm. very short time. Like, Mm -hmm. What was the thinking behind all that? And why are you giving away your IP effectively? Well, you sold it, but for a smaller fee. Yeah. Well, a smaller fee. Um, absolutely. Um, you know, even just based on the fee itself, the work itself 
is worth more than the fee I'm charging for the course. When you experience the process, you'll value the, the fee that I attach to it. Talking through the philosophy of that pivot and why you, oh, you know, pivot, yeah. why you would go online and why you'd give away your knowledge instead of trying to, you know, a lot of people would hold it close to them and say, no, I'm going to yeah. do it for you and charge you more. Yeah. The, it's more important to me to know or to share and educate employers in terms of the process, doing it right, doing it fairly. And if they want me to still do it anyway, then okay. But if they want to do it on their own, then that's okay too. You know, there's many steps in in a process of, of actually engaging the work permit. I have some employers, they'll do the advertising, they'll do the screening of the applicants. They only want me to do the paperwork. That's okay. Some want me to do the advertisement and go through all that process for them. That's okay too. You know, some just want me to follow up. They've done everything. And they just want me to make the phone calls to immigration because they don't want to. That's okay. So, you know, it's, I'm not giving away anything. I'm sharing information to the level that those particular employers uh, wish to engage me. So I am flexible. And there's a lot of work out there. So what I don't get from you, I may get from someone else. And I'm also, you know, like I said, the, the video itself, the video is, is just that. It's slow deliberately so that the person can actually take step by step, make their notes and go through the journey. And they may decide at the very end, oh, heaven's knows. <laughs> That's okay. Yeah, just call That's Michelle. Okay. We need Michelle. <laughs> she needs to do it for us because this is too much. This yes. is too much. <laughs> exactly. It's perfect. I love your mindset of it's an abundance mindset that you have. You just mm -hmm. said there's enough work out there. Mm -hmm. You know, you're not concerned about losing work by giving away this course, mm -hmm. which is which is exactly the right mindset to have. Mm -hmm. um, another mindset we are interested in talking about sometimes, though, is also what's your failure mindset? Like, how do you process failure? What does failure mean to you? And have you had any failures in this new journey so far? I don't consider anything in this journey as a failure. Uh, a failure to me is simply giving up. You know, you throw your hands up in the air and you walk away. And yeah. I have never, ever, ever done that for anything whatsoever. I may take it slowly. I may take it cautiously. I may take a different route. But I have never just thrown my hands up and said, forget about it. And that's important because if, as long as you're making steps forward, you're making progress. You're heading to success. There's going to be a slip backwards. And, and as you know, there's, it's a roller coaster journey as an entrepreneur. You have your highs and you have your very lows. Oh, yes. And at the end of the day, as long as it's taking you along the plane, all is good. It will work out in one way or the other. And so, you know, I just take one day, one work permit, one client at a time. Not everyone who calls me, um, we have a conversation, we talk rates, they decide to do it themselves. That's okay. Because at the end of the day, I know that my rate 
are conservative compared to what I would charge if I charge by the hour. Ah. So, you know, it's, it's all relative at the end of the day. You know, so I don't fear my prices because at the end of the day, I am guaranteeing a good application that goes to immigration for consideration. And if immigration denies it, uh, refuses it, or requests additional information, then it's not because I didn't do what I had to do. It's because they have concerns on their side. I've appealed applications and some were accepted and some were refused. But again, it's not because I didn't put everything into that package for my client so that they can have a better opportunity for success. If I felt that it was going to get refused, I tell the client, this I do not think is going to um, pass immigration's critique. And this is why. But if you wish to move forward, I will do my best to put the information in the package and then let the chips fall as it may. But no client would ever tell you that I did not warn them ahead of time. Yeah. Nothing (laughs) comes as a surprise. Nothing comes. That's great. Yeah, it's 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 being real and and being honest with you with your Mm -hmm. clients and delivering all the value that you possibly can. It's really the key, right? It is as simple Mm -hmm. as that, Mm -hmm. especially in the service-based industry. So you know, leaping looking forward now, there's so much talk, and we've talked about this before on, on the podcast. Like there's a recession looming. There's a global mm-hmm. financial crisis, which they call it in Vicky's side of the world. Um, mm-hmm. there's, a, there's a lot of talk about economy and contraction and all of that. And there's a lot of fear out there. Mm-hmm. Someone in the industry of hiring people, this must be something you're talking about a lot and thinking, of, thinking about a lot too. What are your thoughts on, on sort of looking forward? Let's take it back to the beginning. As you had already mentioned, February of 2020, is when I took over at Vegetemps, um, we were already in a crisis situation. When I took over the company, it didn't have that many work permit clients. It had one temp whose contract finished that following October of 2020, and I didn't have any more work. I had to let her go. I was already at the starting point. So anyone who's already at the starting point, as far as I'm concerned, has no place to go but up. In this current economy, with potential layoffs or downsizing of services or whatever the case might be, any entrepreneur that has started um, or have been engaged within this last, I would say, two years, maybe three years, are still pretty much at the starting point of their careers. And so if anyone is going to have any flexibility, it's going to be a new entrepreneur because they, we, would have an opportunity to actually um, adjust, pivot, change, modify, um, create new pillars. And I'm doing the same thing. Executemps is a temp agency. It's not a work permit agency. It's a temp agency. But I couldn't. Why? because COVID kicked everybody out of their workplace. And so there was no need for a tent. And then with some businesses, they were, um, they were downsizing. 
during the during COVID, if they needed someone part-time, they go back to their previous staff who are waiting for a job somewhere. And so I had to kind of put that on the shelf and build the work permit side as my as my pretty much my bread and butter. Do I love doing all this paperwork? Oh heck no. But at the end of the day, it's something that I'm good at and you know it's consistent. Phase two of executives is to focus on the temp part of the business because I see that even though we have a recession coming, work still has to be done. And the temp world is going to look a lot different, the same as it has happened during COVID. What was everyone doing? Working virtually. What were they doing? Downscaling their offices. Wouldn't it be kind of cool if you were a brand new business and you were coming to Bermuda to start your business and you needed someone to, to help open up your office? How do you get your telephone lines in? Where do you go for your internet? And you came to Executants because guess what? We've got a buttonless seat in an office with a part-time person who says, I don't have to work full-time. I'm willing to work part-time as a temp, and I can help you with that. Now, wouldn't that be ideal in this decreasing type of economy? They don't have to have a, a, full, a full slate of a full-time staff. Yeah, you're so innovative, and I love this about you, Michelle. You're so innovative. You look for and at the opportunity, and oh. if it's not right in front of you, you just keep looking and you you know dig a little deeper, and there it is. There's opportunity all around us all the time, even as we're on the brink of a recession. And I just love that mindset that you're not going to let that get you down or get you gloom and doom because, as you said, there's work still to be done. And if you can open up or take over a brand new business weeks before a pandemic shutdown, you can weather a recession. And I think we can all learn a lot from that mindset is to, you know, maybe turn the news off a little bit mm -hmm. now and then, right? I mean, it's important to know what's going on in the world, but let's not get bogged down in that stuff. Let's just focus on what we know is possible, what we can do. And you're a genius at um, collaborations. I mean, mm -hmm. you, you're here you are, we're all talking about a recession and you're moving into a bigger space. Go yeah. figure. <laughs> yes, I've got a box, uh, an office full of boxes of files to go to a larger location. And that location will be my work permit processing station, if you wish. I mean, it's a larger office. I was part of the, of the EDC's accelerator program. And at the end of that program, um, after I did my presentation, uh, we had to do a, a uh, uh, compile a three-year uh, growth plan and uh, I announced that as part of in order to make this happen I needed more space because I was scaling up engaging at least 100 plus new work permits so I need a new larger place to work out of and someone stepped forward they they called me and they stepped forward and uh, so I'll be moving to an office share awesome. they're already there you know um, yeah, yeah, you're just you 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 spoke up. I think that's yeah. what that's what's key right there with what you're saying is that you spoke up and asked for something that you needed. Yeah, you know, often yeah. as entrepreneurs, we feel like we never want to ask anybody for yeah. anything. We just want to you know figure it all out ourselves. 
Yeah. yeah. No one's going to give you anything by just you standing in a corner. You have to ask. You have to speak up. You know, and, and that's what all the engagement in social media and, and just kind of, you don't have to be an expert blogger or anything. You just have to be present when it comes to some of these things and, and let yourself be seen. You know, I've been posting in, in on LinkedIn, you know, look where I'm working today and I'm out on the beach or look where I'm working today. I'm out in the park. You know, yes. and it's just to show that I can relax and work at the same time. And if anything, that's probably the best part of working for oneself is that there are times when you can just take it outside of the four four block walls, you know, go enjoy some sunshine and um, and be able to still do and be present for your clients. Yeah. Is that what you like uh, best about being an entrepreneur? That of that okay. flexibility? I think it is. I think it is. I mean, and it, a whole week could go by and I not see outside, but that's what knowing that I have the opportunity to, I have the ability to, I don't have anyone breathing down my neck saying you have to be at your desk from nine to five, six or seven, Monday through Friday. So I can work wherever I want to work. I can be home in my four walls. That's okay, too. The flexibility, if anything else, is what I love about being an entrepreneur and just wish I would have done it sooner. You say you wish you'd done it sooner. It's funny. You you can only look at your life story by connecting the dots backwards, but you can't go back and change the dots, right? (laughs) But you were telling us how, uh, you know, if you'd met somebody, the, the person that you've been working with all these years, um, you know, if only you'd met them sooner. And it's just, you know, to me, that's a reminder that uh, we need to be wide open to opportunity at any time because mm-hmm. we never know how long lasting that relationship's going to be, where it's going to take us, what we, what value we can offer to somebody else through that mm-hmm. relationship, what mm-hmm. introductions and meetings we can make for others. Um, mm-hmm. You know, it's it's not all about take, take, take. I think the giver receives so much more. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And you're mm-hmm. a perfect example of that too. What what mm-hmm. do you think, Michelle, would be your definition then of uh, of resilience? I mean, to me, you're a shining example of resilience, but is that something you could put into words? Do you know what that means to you? First of all, it just goes to show that brilliant minds think alike because that was my word for the year when you came up and said that your word for the year was resilience. So we're all on the same page. Um, but, <laughs> but for me, it was, it, it means um, stick to itness. Stick to itness. It just means that you, you, you go, you move forward. I won't say stay on the path. You stay forward focused and recognize that the path may veer to the left it may veer to the right. Sometimes it's just safe to go straight forward, but as long as you stick to it and you move forward, then you're making progress. And each of those steps forward is your marker of success. Because it doesn't feel like um, a pressure. It doesn't feel like you have to push through or drag yourself uphill, what you're saying there. Mm -hmm. It's not Mm -hmm. about just getting it done, you know, by hell or high water and burning out. It's none of that. It's just having that mindset to just always put the next foot forward. 
the next just keep going. Whatever you're doing, you can change your direction, but just keep doing something. <laughs> yes, absolutely. Absolutely. And do what you do well each step along the way. So the quality of a person's life is in proportion to their commitment to excellence, regardless of their chosen field of endeavor. And so excellence has been my mantra. Is that the right word to use? So no matter what I do, I do it well. I do it to the best of my ability. And certainly when we talk about resilience and moving forward, each of those steps along the way, it could be a perfectionism. But we, we won't use that word. We won't use that word tonight, will we? Having that sort of commitment. And I'll, I'll lead in to add to that is that you never know who's watching. You never know who's observing how you are interacting with clients, with general public, what you're saying on social media. And by no means, I'm not saying edit what you're saying in social media, but just to be aware that people are watching. And as a result of someone watching, I was nominated for the Central American Prestige Award. I don't know who these people are. I don't know who nominated me. When I received the, th the, um, the letter to say that I was successful and that I had won my category of temp agency of 2022, it was because of excellence. They said, the judge praised the speed and efficiency that encapsulates every client's experience. That's what they said. So who? I have no idea. But Gosh. someone is watching. Someone is watching. You just have to be prepared. You know, you just have to stick to it. That's my that's my main word is just stick to it. Thank you, Michelle. That is fantastic. And congratulations for being an award-winning entrepreneur. Very exciting. That was a little gem that you dropped in the end there that we didn't know about. And uh, super exciting. And I think that's just the one of many awards that are in your future. If I'm looking into my crystal ball, there's absolutely every reason for that to be the case. Yeah. And thank you for sharing all of your gems of wisdom and experience and mindset and sharing your heart with us today on the Resilient Entrepreneurs podcast. It's great to be able to talk to you and tap into some of that inspiration and, and experience, even though you're a young business and the experience really shows through. And we appreciate um, you, you being part of this journey with all of our listeners. Thanks for listening to me all. Thanks for joining us on Resilient Entrepreneurs. We're Lauren Vicky from Two for One. We love supporting entrepreneurs, especially with mindset, marketing, and motivation, which is why we've built an incredible community of business founders who meet weekly in the Level Up League. If you'd like to know more about it, look us up at twoforonebranding.com.